<laughs> and welcome back, everyone. Uh, hold on, let me do the music things. Not that let one. Let me do that. I'll give them two more toots for the extra hype trains. Mind. Also, I, quick oh thank you to uh, GF Powers for the hundred bits. Wild Magic RPG, Carnell, thank you so much for the five gifted subs, as well as Rogue Introvert for the community gifted sub. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, let's... You're all Wait. lovely and we like your faces. Why can't I hear the music? I can. Okay. It's Hang in on. your soul. No, but chat can't hear the music. Uh, I will fix. Can I? I will fix. That's why. Oh, Day the music died and the whole party. Every time. Right? <laughs> there we go. The chat says they can. Oh, never mind. Now they oh, can hear me. Now they can't. Yes. Now I don't. Oh. Now I can't. I broke it and you uh, can hear it. You now. broke there it. There we go. And there it is. Sorry, guys. We are expecting or experiencing immense technical difficulties today. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Now. It's back. Perfect. I'll just With that said, mind. yeah, everybody just <laughs> sing. That's fine. So, when we last, we're done. We're done. Sure? We're done. Yeah. Okay. When we last left our heroes, boarding the ship onto the Presage airship to speak with Lord Lucius Presage. They met the Lord's chief scribe, a gnomish man named Pappas. Pappas then escorted the party to the highest deck of this mighty vessel, where they found themselves in what seemed to be a council chamber of sorts, and face to face with Lord Presage himself. Versage confirmed what Ollie had told his friends and the fact that he was willing to offer his resources at their disposal. Now our heroes, ever cautious, asked why he was so willing to assist and what exactly was in it for him. Putting it rather bluntly, Versage explained that he would assist in the efforts against their foe in exchange when it was all said and done, the party would turn the weapons over to Versage for both study and safekeeping. He explained that once the mission was complete, the party would no longer need the weapons and in fact would be in constant dangers of others hunting the weapons. While not fully agreeing with Presage, the party saw some validity in what he was saying and agreed to a temporary truce in order to do what need be done. And as a show of good faith, they asked Presage to assist in obtaining the Mystic Lantern, the final champion's weapon that needed to be recouped. With Presage agreeing, he left to make his preparations based on the party's requests. With the room to themselves, the companions had a long discussion on what to do once the lantern was secured, and whom they should trust. With a split opinion, the party debated with one another whether it was Rhea from the City of Gold, or Alara's old mentor, Resilient Vo, to whom they should align themselves with. Ollie tried to, uh, shortly after that, Ollie tried to help Eli get in tune with his daggers, but only found darkness. But within the darkness, a whisper was heard. 
With a few days of downtime, Eli attempted to concentrate on the daggers, reaching out to the darkness once more. And finally, Eli heard the whispers too. Over and over it called out, the body in the blade, the body in the blade, with only one other response. What is my name? During this downtime, Lucy also attempted to uh, make contact with another entity as well, one of the many versions of himself, the warlock named L. Unsure of what to say, Lucy asked what happened to her. An unnerving response is what he received, informing them that they were all destined to lose. With a few days passed, Lucius had collected the materials the party had asked for, and it was time to embark on their mission to the Temple of the Scion Knights, and come hell or high water, find the Mystic Lantern. And so, our story continues. As you all board one of the smaller vessels, on top of Prasaj's large ship, you find yourselves covered in the darkness of night. Before you venture downwards, is there anything any of you would like to do? I don't think We're so. about ready. Uh, maybe hand out the potions to everyone outside of that. Make sure everyone has one. Whoever had them. They were just kind of put out on the table. Yeah, oh, okay. Seems... Yeah, 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 yeah. So each of you have an invisibility potion that will work for roughly 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Oh, man. Great. In and out. In and out, baby. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> In and out. All right. Okay. Venturing on to the smaller vessel, Lord Presage gives one last nod towards Ollie. Be safe, son. I will return. Don't worry about me, father. I always will. And with that, the smaller vessel begins to rise up from the ship, cresting over the bow and making its way down towards the bay below. Where would you guys like to guide the ship to? Nighttime? Maybe we should take it to the rear of the temple. Yeah, the guards are on patrol, though. They patrol around the worry island. About, like, if they have parking or if we'll get a parking ticket. <laughs> if we take it to the rear of the temple, get off and take the potions before they manage to crest the side of it, and they won't thinking, know anyone got dropped off. See a yeah. land? It's like a massive vessel. They'll see us land, but they'll also see them fly off. I thought this thing was invisible. Oh, it is invisible, oh, isn't it? Oh, the ship? The vessel? The oh, vessel? I need to say, okay. 
I'm gonna say vanish because I remembered that word for a whole week. Shocked. Well done. <laughs> All right. So impressed. It, it turns in invisible. Oh. <laughs> now it's invisible. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <clears throat> as you watch underneath your feet, as the ship seems to disappear. Looking down below you, you can see the water rapidly rushing by. Eventually plopping down in the water not too far from the temple itself, roughly about a hundred yards away. Now I need to know where we're going. The airship, can we see the patrols? Make a perception check for me. Who's helping me look? I'll help you look. <laughs> Thanks, Bobo. All right. Go ahead. Eagle eye advantage. vision of his. Uh, maybe we roll separately. Can we do that? Can we roll separate? You can roll separately, or alternatively, you can roll with advantage. One of you can let's, roll with let's, advantage. Let's roll separate. You go ahead and roll two. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Ian. <laughs> I rolled a 10. A 10, okay. Uh, also, I need uh, Crimson. Go ahead and roll a d20 for me while you have, when oh. you have a second. My God, I don't have my dice here. <laughs> you look up to the We are left. professionals. Oh, On the there shelves. it is. Okay. There you go. Woo. <laughs> it's a marriage Look at this. Moment, Actually, since we're one. here, look at this beautiful <laughs> dice box I have. Okay. <laughs> Pavo, you're able to see from what it looks like the front entrance, two guards posted up out front from the glow of two lanterns, assumably you can also see two patrols seemingly walking around the perimeter of the island I share that with everybody I just imagine based on my role versus yours, I was looking in the opposite direction of the temple. <laughs> you like grab my head and you're like, Let's over here. See? <laughs> See those moving objects? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> if if this is an airship, can't we fly and hover above it and drop down on top of the tower? I, know. I have some rope. It's, 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 it's invisible, but it doesn't make sound. Hmm. Is the airship loud? Uh, Eli, high or low for your benefit? Hi. It moves quietly and stealthily through the waves. Ooh. Right. I got rope. Can we talk about how we're planning a heist in the in the moment? We didn't plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Love if you it. think about it, we have no blueprint of this place, so there's really... Yeah, we tried getting blueprints, and then I would have been a lot we better did. about it. Okay. So I guess yeah. we just park on one side and use the invisibility potions to get past the guard, but once we're yeah. in, we're on our I own. think so, too, because isn't the... If we, I mean, if we land on top of the temple, that's only really going to help us if there's a way to get in from the roof. Do we see anything? Sorry, from the roof? 
well, someone suggested we land right on top. And well, if it was an airship, yeah, I was saying, well, couldn't we just fly it over and hover and then go drop down on? The move is invisible. We could just like go behind the temple. Yeah. Descend with our potions so we aren't seen. And then go in through the front or the back entrance. How do we get back to the ship if it's on the roof? Good call. <laughs> well, Pavel, yes. Pavel, we know you can fly. <laughs> you always say, man. "Oh, we can just fly," and then we go. What about the rest of us? Okay. Well, yeah. What What if we all go down the rope, and then Pavel mm-hmm. reels it up, and then he just glides down. Okay. And then on the way back, he'll just fly up, grab the rope, throw it down. I like this. Yeah. Okay, so we're Sounds going down so the rope. Cool. Let's do it. Well, this way, awesome. we're not actually trying to sneak past actual guards well so to, that we know of yet just a suggestion okay. i love it yep let's do it okay as the uh, airship lifts up into the air once more you gear it towards the top of the temple now realizing that there is a slight slant to the roof as it comes oh. up into a single peak <laughs> come on now Ah. No windows, no window ledges, anything around it. You're gonna park that. You want to park the boat on a window ledge to the rear. <laughs> well, can it, well, can it hover? Uh, we have a driver. Yeah, we have a we have like a driving crew, right? I'm assuming I'm you can hover, kind of like the main hover. ship. But if it can't, then that kind of defeats that. Yeah, agree. Higher, higher low for your benefit. Always go high. Oh, that's an eight. Unfortunately, yeah. no, it cannot hover. So it Unlike the other ship, this one has to be stationary. All right. Let's park it off somewhere, because we don't want them running into it either, right? Right. No. Oh. Okay, so maybe we Move should go off, behind off the, the side temple, somewhere. but like yeah. farther back. Yeah, I think so too. That's the safest bet. Well, we Wait, why can't we just close enough have to it... get off without swimming, right? Well, yeah. do we? What if we just had it go so low to the water and then we just jump off right by the shoreline, land in the water, and then we just have to kind of pop our way? Because we'll make a splash. <laughs> Stop. I was being serious. We're going to make a sound. We don't yeah. want to be heard. Especially, I'm still thinking of you as the metal man, just flump straight down. <laughs> Let's land on the coastline. It's right there on the coastline. Actually, right from there. Um, weren't weren't we supposed to get that spell scroll, Alara? Are we just writing that off? You know well, the because, whole. Uh... Yeah, but Ash said that he knows the spell. So oh, cool, cool, could, cool. We're good. We then. could do We're it. Good. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What what spell was it again? Pass without, without a trace. Yeah. Yeah, I know of it. Okay. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it. They're being it's so great. sassy. Oh, I have that spell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I have it. I remember so, it now. Good. Uh, the plan is that we're, we're parking the vessel as far away from the temple as we can to the rear, and then we're sneaking inside. Yeah. Cool. Right. But let's, not on a coastline, because if it's, sand, if it's sand. If it's mud, it's 
maybe we don't want footprints. Maybe we should find grass. Okay. All right. Okay. Is there is there a grassy area in the back? <gasps> oh, what is oh. happening? Oh, look at the beautiful flowers. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Kalara! <laughs> Hi! In short, you took we are landing early. on the closest patch of grass to the beach line. Oh my goodness. That is what we're doing now. Thank All you, right. Lucy. Like it. Three days of downtime. <laughs> yes. Okay. No planning. Okay. I was busy. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. You didn't last that long. <laughs> Probably not. Dear Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. As the small vessel comes closer to the shoreline, you inform the crew to land it as softly and quietly as possible. Lucy, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. Hi, Lucy. Because he's, <laughs> he's the one who basically said where you guys wanted to go. Hey, not, that bad. <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. That's my stealth. Plus two. 14. 14. As it lowers Amateur. down, a few Shut creaks up. and cracks are heard as the ship bows. But it lands close enough to the shoreline. Looking around, you don't see any immediate danger or threats from the guards. Do we, we take the potions, the potions now? now? I think we take the potions now, regardless, to ensure safe entry inside. Before, before he drinks the potion, Eli will take out his broken invisibility cloak, <laughs> look at it, give Ash a death stare, and put it on anyway. <laughs> it looks so good, Eli. Very pretty. All right. Thanks. Let's do this thing. From, I'll yeah. pop my potion down it. Already? Okay. Yeah. I'm just imagining a vastness like between us and the temple of like not a lot of stuff to hide behind anyway. So. So, Lara, can that mind meld thing that you can do, does that allow us to talk to everybody else as well or just you? Everyone can talk to everyone. I'm, I'm, that's I'm, a ritual that takes 10 minutes, right? Oh. Uh, no, I can actually cast it, though. Okay, can, good. Can you, um, can you cast it to everybody you see? Or do you have yeah. to see the people you want to talk to? Or was it too late? Why is it too... Did you go somewhere? I don't understand. You're right. I was trying an invisibility potion. Yeah. I thought we oh, were yeah. trying the invisibility potion. <laughs> we're pros. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we haven't drunk it. it yet. Lucy <laughs> specifically I said I probably wouldn't drink it. said that I did? Um, no, <laughs> no, they just have to be within 30 feet of me and willing. Okay. Cool. What about passing um, on a trace? <laughs> okay. Okay, so I do we want we don't want to wait for ten minutes, so I'll cast it. Well, no, wait, 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 wait for before we drink the potions. Can we wait to I see what did. Ash's? Yeah. Okay. Well, what about well, Ash's you spell? Already did. Ash should cast, cast without a trace. Oh, I already did too. I said, let's do it, Ash. I cast okay. my spell. 
His creature I choose within 30 feet of me, so I guess. <laughs> this is how I have to see cool. them, so we're good. <laughs> cool. Okay, so everybody so gets... Pass with other strikes. Everybody gets a plus I look back 10 at the crew. Do they look like they want to just leave us here? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, 100%. Okay. Invisible. <laughs> I, test, I test out the telepathic bond and I say, Hi, everyone, it's Alara. We know. <laughs> I was just testing. It only communicates sound, or are you sensing my eye roll from over there? <laughs> I can still. Oh, I can't see you. That's right. <laughs> well, now I know. <laughs> All right. I'll drink mine. I'll drink the potion. I drank mine. Okay. And I'll look at Ash while I'm drinking it. I'm. I'm. <laughs> He's already I'm already invisible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Looking at where you imagine Ash is. <laughs> he knew where you were at. Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> so, as far as you're concerned, none of you can see each other anymore. Nope. Correct. No. <laughs> and we, all... we don't know what direction we're taking. Great. No. <laughs> no. Thank you can you. talk to all each right. other in each other's heads. And communicate. You get a so... plus 10 to stealth, but you automatically pass stealth checks because you're invisible. Uh, right. but, 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 but now we don't make a sound. So, but yeah. we all, well, so whoever is in the lead will just pinpoint a, par, uh, a particular object and just communicate that for everybody to follow and go to that particular point. Well, until we get there, we can yeah. also use a rope. Eli will say in everybody's right. mind, and I'll take out a rope. And how do we? And... So, so everybody's invisible, but there's a flying <laughs> rope. Put the rope. <laughs> the rope. Never mind. You Never have to let go of the rope for us to see, because once it's on <laughs> your person, it's invisible. We can hold on to a rope, and it went really badly. Just Wait, hold my you, hands. Have you have okay, you guys I'll moved yet? I've started moving towards the door. We only have 20 minutes. <laughs> no, you got to move 15 minutes now. I started Wait, moving towards minutes. the door thinking that everyone else had already within the past five minutes. All right, let's go. Oh. This is funny until we Where's die. everybody going? Where's everybody going? Where are we going? The, the door. The place the we're door. Going. <laughs> okay, everyone meet at the going. door. <laughs> Okay. Hold hands, okay? I, hold hands. I How are we going to see I'm hands? holding hands. I don't know where your hands are. I'm already halfway to the door. <laughs> Meet so, at the door. Everybody just go to the door. How many <laughs> doors do we see? <laughs> I hope there's only one. I mean, I the imagined I was walking in the general We're direction going to of the, the door front this whole door. time. Okay, okay, I'm going. Okay. Oh my god. As you all continue <laughs> onward towards what you believe to be the front door, with Wait. what you believe to be your companions, this is thinking. <laughs> Sorry. You come within roughly about twenty yards. Now seeing the two guards standing outside of the closed door. Hmm. Should knock them out, I think. How do we get them yeah. to open the door? Uh, we could distract them. Oh. So there was two patrols. So if we wait right. for them to pass, <gasps> then we can but get there's... the... 
There's two patrols and two guards in front of the door? There's or two just guards the... that are standing post, Correct. and then there's two separate uh, patrols walking around. Okay, and we need to get... We need to make sure the patrols are nowhere near so we can at least distract the front, the it, front door. In my brain. Yeah. In my brain power times. Mm-hmm. Eli, can you check to see if one of them has a key on their person? Yes. Will you please will. do so? Keep um, <laughs> over to the guards, and I'm just gonna like snoop around, just like look around, see what I can gauge with my eyes. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. It's not even locked, guys. <laughs> be weird for a door to open by that itself. That is gonna be a fifteen. Fifteen. Looking around on each of the belts of the guards standing out front, you don't see anything that resembles a key. Maybe we should knock. We should knock on the door. What? Does the door look like it's locked? Is there a lock on the door? Or does it look like something I can push open? It's an island and the door's guarded. They don't necessarily need to lock it. From what you can see, there doesn't, there's no key apparatus on the door itself. Just two large hanging loops. I'll say that to everybody. Hey, should I make a distraction to pull the guards away from the door? I think that's yes. our best shot. Hey, wait, do you want my glitter bomb? Not a bad idea. Um, is there a way to throw a fire that I have to tend to? I'm all for it. Go, go for it. Well, what are you going to do? Far away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, maybe we should cast an illusion far away. Well, actually, I can take the glitter bomb, and I can fly over pretty quickly over to another area away from everything, and then set it off and then fly it back. I can just drop it, so I'm not making anything like attack or anything. Okay, Pavel, yeah. we just need to find each other. Okay, reach well, reach your arms out. <laughs> just roll out the bomb and he'll see it. Oh, okay, but I face my back to the guards and I hold the, the glitter bomb out in front of me. Put it on the floor and let it go. Okay, fine, I put it on the ground in front of me. <laughs> put it on the ground in front of me. All right, and if I see it, I'll pick it up. <laughs> We're good at <laughs> Yes, we are. Luckily, a little bit of sparkles off of the glitter bomb. You make out in clear view quickly snatch it back up. Okay. Alara, you watch as the glitter bomb suddenly disappears from view entirely. Okay, so if you guys stay right here, I'll know exactly where to find you. Where should I set this off? How far out should I go? Go to the opposite side of where we landed the vessel. So other side side of the beach, or other side of this temple, you know. Probably a little bit back so they kind of have to go around the temple a little around bit around 
Okay. Yeah, so that will be out of eye shot. So the door will be out of eye shot, really. Yeah. Good call. All right. With that, I will take off and I will dash to that area. And once I get to the particular area we were discussing, I will release the glitter bomb to drop it up to the ground. See what happens. And then once I let it go, I will make my way back. I like okay. dive bombing it. Okay. And you're just kind of tossing it down? Just letting it go. How high up in the air are you right now? I figure I'd go at least 60 feet. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty high up there. Sounds good. As you take to the skies, you let your wings spread wide as with a few flaps, you're almost at full speed. You bank just around the odd tail end of the island itself, dropping the glitter bomb, not making any stops to wait and see what happens. You swing around back towards where you believe your party members to be. A few moments later, you hear the sound of almost a firecracker go off. The two guards look at one another and begin to look around, not seeing anything as it's on the opposite side of the island. They look no, to each other and ask... The door or the building. Uh, no, it was supposed to be just to the to the right of the door and a little bit back so that if they went over there... Right, and Pavo said he's going to, to the, the opposite side of the island to where the... Oh, right, because opposite side of where the, the boat was. My apologies. Where the boat was, yes. Okay. And with that, a small explosion of glitter pops off. The two guards now fully alerted look at one another and begin to make their way down towards where the explosion had happened. Go team, in, now. Yeah. <laughs> in the closed once they're, door. Once they're out of sight, I'm going to see if I can open the door. Okay. I will land at the door, hopefully not on top of Eli. <laughs> With about 10 minutes left, Eli, oh you God. push the door and it seems to swing open. Right. Go, 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 go. And head inside. Eli, hold the door open for us. Yeah, I will do so. <laughs> right. All right. Is everybody in? Yes. Before I close the door. Yep. Yes. Okay. Close the door. Okay. <laughs> Trix is outside picking flowers or something. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> Just like that visual. <laughs> As you enter into the temple, looking around, you see the majesty of it all. Beautiful, clean marble floors and walls all around you. Purple banners that seem to hang in and around the wallways. Entering in, you take note of the front area that you've entered into. There doesn't seem to be much, save for a staircase that leads upward, upward and twists around the ends 
were the sides of the building, leading up to a, another floor. To the left-hand side, you see a uh, large doorway or archway. And coming from that archway, you hear the sound of voices chanting. However, it is Alara who within her mind's eye hears another voice separate to all of yours. Luna. I was wondering when you'd arrive. A melodic female voice is what you hear. Can we hear her? Because <laughs> she's talking Good in her question. brain. Yeah. Yeah. Can hear... <laughs> I'm well. I'm not talking to you, though. But we hear it. Don't. But we, we're all linked. Can we no, hear? No, she hear said something? that. No, but I'm not talking to you. Wanna, like, yeah. Oh. yeah, you can't just like hear oh, okay, my okay, thoughts. Okay. No. Got it. Got okay. it. Okay. It's a shame. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have been waiting for you. For a very, very long time. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are, but I do want. Are you a friend? You want to be friends? You and your companions make yourselves scarce. Once the ceremony is over, come and find me. I need a little more information. I don't know who you are. Where am I supposed to find you? Follow the singing voices. Okay. Are they different than the ceremony? Because I thought we're supposed to avoid that. You don't receive a response. Is this me in the future? Because <laughs> it just sounds like fucking me. <laughs> um, okay, so I tell everybody. Guys, there's somebody talking in my head. She sounds really nice. She told me to Was come find her. I don't know. Well, not us. Like, not us, us. No. But I don't know. She said to come find her and to follow the voices. <laughs> the singing voices. <laughs> And, and we can trust yeah, this. Sounds we, don't, we don't know where we don't know where to go otherwise. I mean, well, yeah. Right now, we need to focus we on the just lamp. Believe. Right, but we don't know where the lamp is in here. Crazy. Maybe, maybe it's the maybe the lamp is talking to me. Who's singing? I don't, I don't know. Hear Do I hear any singing, babe? Yeah, there's chanting. You all hear You're chanting saying. coming through yeah. the, the archway to the left-hand side. Okay. We should go look while we're okay. still invisible. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Okay. No way downtown. As you walk in through the archway, you find yourself in what looks like a... almost like a medieval stage 
In a large circular motion, or sorry, in a large circular room, a basin resides a little bit lower. Each step, you see a number of monks, all in white robes, that all seem to be chanting towards at the bottom of the basin. At the bottom of the basin, you see what looks to be a female elven woman. Her hair is the color of newly fallen snow, bathed in moonlight. She wears an almost virgin white gown with purple runes stitched around the collar and the oversized sleeve cuffs that hang from her thin wrists. She stands in f directly in front of what looks like a marble well. Not very large, about three feet, sorry, two feet in diameter. With what looks like water swirling around in a whirlpool directly in the center. At this point, none of the other monks seem to be paying any attention other than directly what's in front of them, chanting towards the water and the woman below. All right. Lantern's not here. Should we go search somewhere else? If the lantern's in the well. Yeah, what it's very light over there. What if it's a metaphorical lantern? Uh, what, what did the lady uh, in your brain say? She um, gave little information. Um, she said to follow the voices, the singing, the singing voices. So do that. Sorry, I didn't. You cut out. What'd you say? I mean, so we did do that. Now we're here. Okay. Should we go forward a little bit? Closer in? Yeah. I don't know. All right. I'm going to start walking forward. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you think these guys are going to be singing for? I don't know. The voice also said to make ourselves scarce. You want me to clear the room? Can you nope. suggest we farts? sing along? <laughs> <laughs> Break up an acapella real quick. Oh, yeah. That would be hilarious. I don't know. Maybe we should, like, a... wait. But see, if we wait for them to finish singing, our invisibility this... potions might run out. Right. So why don't, why don't I go? Let's go take a closer look and see what we can see. Okay. All right. As you begin to walk around the utmost top of this basin, the woman in white directly in front holds up her hands as the singing stops. Mm -hmm. Oh. My friends, the minute she opens her mouth to speak, Alari, you recognize the voice that you just heard in your mind. That's her, guys. She's cute. She looks all white. She's, she's no Gigi. Teach your own Pavo. 
My friends, she begins to address the crowd. With the tide high once more, the well begins to spin. It is not time for the well to spin, and so I question why. We stay on this holy ground for a specific reason. And as the tides begin to spin faster, as the water begins to whirlpool once more, I question if, I t if our time here grows short. I think of our mission. I think of our teacher and those that have come before. Perhaps the time has come But until I can tell you otherwise, we will keep singing. We will keep singing and we will keep guarding. For the light in all of us shines brightly. My brothers and sisters, I thank you for your time here. Let our stories ring out and be true to all those who would hear them. And let the lantern guide our way in unison all around. The room echoes. Let the lantern guide our way. With that, she bows her head, and the rest bow towards her. And at that point, they begin to walk up the stairway, outside of this strange basin cathedral, outside of the archways that you all just passed through, leaving the woman alone, standing beside the well. I'm here. I think we were talking earlier. She smiles and looks up directly to where you are all standing. And you hear the voice in your mind once more. I know. I can see you. I look down as our potion... Are we still invisible? Yes. <laughs> I stopped picking my way. Oh shit, roll one. <laughs> hey, um, Al Alara will curtsy. Hi, I'm Alara. She speaks out loud as the last few members finally leave the room. <laughs> if you'll all join me down here, please. There's much for us to discuss. 
think we're boned, guys. I think she seems nice. The attack word is uh, pineapples. Okay. I was going to say pineapples. <laughs> you and me, tricks. Mind melt. Mind melt. Right. Really working. I mean, we're all. Anyway, we okay. are, but let's go. Let's go. Ruin the moment, Eli. We'll go. Yeah, let's go. Making your way down the staircase towards the platform. She smiles. It is bittersweet seeing you all here again. Again? Yeah. I mean, maybe Pavel's been here in a past life. What do you mean again? We just got here. My apologies, I was getting far too ahead of myself. Oh. Allow me to introduce myself. I am called Salik. I am the oracle of this temple. Hi, Salik. Very nice to meet you. Pleasure. It is a pleasure, as I said, bittersweet to meet all of you. Why? Shouldn't it be nice? Do you know why we came here? Oh, what's the yes. bitter part? You all seek the lantern. Yeah. As you have so many times before. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> See, I do that audibly. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, in other, other, like, universes? Or, like, different timelines? Or, like, this timeline? Are we stuck in a time loop? Hmm. What do you know of oracles? I... You look lovely. Um, that's all I know. They are elves? Some. Allow me to elaborate. An oracle's job is to be able to see what is to come. And I can tell you, this time has come many times. What is to come is destined to repeat itself over and over and over. A perpetual cycle of death and rebirth. This is why mages of divination Oracles like myself, and even fortune-tellers, can sense what happens next. They are not seeing into the future, they are simply looking into a past, long dead and forgotten. Our foresight is simply an ancient form of chronomancy. This temple we reside in today was built in the center of a bay for a reason. 
You see, the bay will swirl around at times, pooling in perpetual motion, like time. Yes, the waters change, but the players in the Grand Orchestra, so like the players in the Grand Orchestra, but the pooling never changes. It spins in the same direction, in the same way, every time. There have been many times children will dip their hands into the bay, with some flattening their palms, trying to block the flow of the water. Others make a fist and try to grasp at it, but forever it flows. An unstoppable force beyond the comprehension of children and scholars alike. As I had said, you have all been here many times before. Well, not you in particular, but versions of you. All looking for the flame's container, the lantern. Hundreds, if not thousands of times, you six have faced Thule and fallen. A teacher to guide your way, and she nods to Ollie. The witness who beholds the end for all of us, as she nods towards Trix. The scholar who wishes to learn from the flame and gain its knowledge, as she nods to Ash. The reaper, the one who brings the end, as she nods towards Eli. The reborn son, as she nods to Pavo. And finally the one to usher into the new times, as she nods to Alara. The Lightbringer. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, you're saying that we've been here many, many times before, and at all the versions that you can see, uh, we died. Yeah. Also, what about Lucy? <laughs> well, there's no seventh. There's it's only six. ever six. I'm sure your past versions or whatever you'd like to call yourselves, there have been many companions that have fought by your side. But there's only ever been the six. Well, maybe the seventh will change things this time. He's actually known as the Fate Breaker. Hmm. The minute you say that, she takes a moment of pause with a look of surprise on her face. No, no, that. The Fate Breaker is destined to lose. Well, I've been told. But if he can break the fate, then how can he be destined to lose? I mean, isn't fate destiny? The Fate Breaker has never appeared. They are always destined to fail. 
How curious. Hmm. Perhaps I should speak with the others. There are more of you. You're not the only ones who have a part to play and have in the past. So what's your part to play? My part has always been towards the end, it seems. Each time you come to this temple looking for the lantern. And it is my job to ensure that you receive it. That seems easy. Yeah. yeah. That's really nice. We've had a lot of trouble along the way. We're all sighing a sigh of relief. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, there's a catch, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Lucy's, if you could see him, still looks very, like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how, like, how, I mean, I, how can we take the... Is this, is the pool, like, the lantern? We need to <laughs> put it into a, into a case? Is that what you're saying? No, this is a well. Isn't there water in there that's swirling around? I told you it, <laughs> what? I told you it wasn't metaphorical. What? She says out loud. I told you it wasn't a metaphorical lantern. Okay, so there's no, there's no liquid anywhere. I just imagine that. Well, wells have water. Liquid is no. not the lantern. Why are you making that assumption? The lantern's talking about light. What? What? A flame. Okay. What? Is there a, right, okay. What, what is the in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> what is in front of me? Is there a flame? Is there oh, a well. light? Is there a liquid? Okay, just oh, a well. Liquid. What's in the well? What is water. in the well? Water. Water. <laughs> okay. And it's just Tim. plain water. It's not glowing or anything. It's just water. Swirling. I'm pretty swirling around. Not lit up at all. Okay. No. Okay. So we're <laughs> okay. We're up. Let's back it up. How can we get the lantern? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a well. Oh, it's a lantern. Cool. She's probably really impressed with us. Yeah. Yeah. She's. <laughs> you can tell. Not even. You don't even need an insight check to realize that she's like. Yep. Yeah, well, here we go again. They know why they fade every End time of they the world, Here it comes. Fantastic. She just picked her alarm, tried to put the well into her backpack. Like, stop. <laughs> Come on, you people. They're talking about light. And okay, anyways. All right. How do we get the lantern? How do we get the light for the lantern? The lantern has been hidden in plain sight the entire time. Look she around. reaches down into the well. <laughs> there it is. Unbelievable. As she does, That's a glow amazing. begins to emanate from the water's edge. A fight! 
but you couldn't see it before. Oh, stop. Stop now. Reading <laughs> <laughs> the DM's mind. <sighs> you shouldn't be reading the DM notes. <laughs> raise the, her hand out of the water. And dangling from the end, a loop attached to a silver lantern. She puts it down on the edge of the well. What does it do? The lantern holds many powers to it. The champion who held the lantern before was known as Xander, a fortune teller from Malshur before the times of the God Incursion. <gasps> they were chosen for their innate ability to watch as time flows. Their ability to use the flow of time to tell insightful stories of things past and things that will come. Now, while Xander's innate ability to allow them to passively see through time the lantern itself assisted them in augmenting magics, utilizing time. Having the ability to control the flow of time of a person or an object, for example. The lantern was also able to harness and transport the most potent catalyst of time magic in the known world. Thule's flame. Does that answer your question, my dear halfling? Yeah, I just heard a lot of time stuff. Um, I don't look at Alara. Yeah. It's got your name written all over it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I don't see your name on it. <laughs> it's okay, Ollie. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems like um, I might be the obvious choice because I've studied time magic and I really like time magic and I might not be as good as Xander was, but maybe this will help. Take the lantern, Alara. Yeah, I think you're also the light bringer. She mentioned you. What about Ash? I thought we were going to give him the lantern. He can wait. In time. <laughs> Isn't that right, Ash? Yes, little dude. See? Everything in time. Okay. Out of curiosity, are we still invisible? Oh, no. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd like to keep an eye on if it's within view. Alara's hourglass necklace. She goes yeah, well, I was wondering about that, too. Also look down at my own. Lucy, you look down towards yours. And yours has always, as we all are all aware, in the reverse of Alara's. However, as you look at yours, and you look at Alara's, both seem to be running out of time very quickly. So is mine running out of time in reverse? Yes. The bottom of it's running out? Okay. Yes. 
What does it mean? Okay. Right. Um, internal panic. Okay. Um, can so can I just do? You, can I just grab it? I'm sorry, everything else has been so much more difficult <laughs> to get in our travels here. It just feels like I can just take, take this. You're just gonna the lantern, Alara. Okay. You may take the lantern, Alara. However, you can never leave this island with it. And there's the catch. What? What? Within this bay, within this bay resides a guardian, a guardian of time. It requires the lantern to stay here. And as you can see, the light begins to flicker and fade within the lantern. As she says this, you do look inside and see that the guardian, or the light, is fading sooner and sooner. Every year, we must replenish the light. That of a soul. Xander spent the first by sacrificing himself. And every year, when the flame begins to die down, the Guardian once again awakens, creating a vast whirlpool. And with a sacrifice, it tempers the beast's anger and calms the waters once more. So in the visions that you've seen before, is this the moment we lose? Some. And for those who don't lose at this point? You have to keep in mind, Fatebreaker, that it doesn't play out exactly the same each time. There have been moments where you've never made it here. There have been times where you fail on this spot. There are times where you have succumbed to Thule. There have been times you have succumbed to Rhea, Resilian, any of the foes that you come to face. But you will lose. It is destined. Destined. Speaking of them, is Thule somehow controlling Brazilian and Rhea? That is beyond my sight. I can only see what happens, not what the intentions are. 
So when you say lose, could you maybe elaborate on that? Is there any possibility that losing is a good thing? Or something that we need to lose? Some would argue that it is a good thing. It represents the end of times. But also the birth of something new. Like the whirlpool in a perpetual state. The cycle will continue over and over. All right, all right, all right, hold on. And Eli looks like he's thinking really hard. So in the visions that you've seen where we make it to Sewell, don't we have to bring the lantern off the island? Yes. All right, so we got to bring this lantern off this island. So we're fighting this thing? You will not be... You will not be able to take it without facing the Guardian. Okay. Should we wait until it's finished eating? What? Eli? (laughs) What? We're We're not letting the boy die. Well, it sounds like either what you're saying is my choice is I stay here and sacrifice myself. That's not a choice. Or the the boy. Is that what you're saying? And if the we choose the boy, I can leave with the lantern? No. The lantern hmm. should not leave here. The guardian blocks the lantern from leaving. The sacrifice only soothes the beast for a time. There's a way to destroy the beast. Perhaps. Has anyone tried? Let's hear about that. Have we tried? Yes. And some have succeeded. In times past. All right, the ones that, su- that succeeded, how'd they do it? It's the best strategy you've seen. They have fought valiantly and bravely. They would not hold back in any way, shape, or form. They all fought. That's the only way. That's it. We shall take the lantern, try to leave. It'll come, and then we face off. So the beast is the guardian? Yes. I think so. Okay. Okay. But if the flame dies, what happens then? Because obviously you said the sacrifice refuels the flame. The sacrifice keeps the beast at slumber. We do it not to cause panic to those around. A mighty beast erupting from the water's edge, looking for 
someone to replace the flame. Oh. We made an agreement long, long ago with the people of Hansor that they would be willing to sacrifice one for the benefit of many. And so has it been for hundreds of years. Okay, so I don't really see any, and correct me if I'm wrong, if we defeat this guardian, we not only can leave with the lantern, but no one will be sacrificed? Correct. Of no clue how to defeat it. Right. Okay. What happens to Hansor if we dis- if we destroy this guardian? Maybe I shouldn't ask questions I don't want the answer to. Perhaps. Perfect. But we don't fail. I don't. I mean, I don't see another option. Even if I stayed here, I can't. We can't leave with it. I can't give it to anyone else. So. I don't... No, we gotta try and defeat this thing. I mean, that's the only option, really. I suppose the other option is... We leave it here. And then just let them continue to sacrifice people? I'm I'm not saying it's a great option. I'm just saying it's an option. Because can anyone take the lantern? Or does it have to be somebody... Like... Can Resilian take the lantern? By force, if he found it, potentially. Okay, so... I only offer it to the Lightbringer. As has been before. Sounds like we're fighting this beastie. Get the lantern, and we save Hansor. Sounds like a good plan to me. Ash, you, this is probably a lot for you. I think it sounds like you're supposed to help us, but I guess it's the right thing to ask if you want to at this point. The, the, the weird thing is like, I need the lantern to keep monsters to, from coming to our plane. And basically, that's what it does here. So removing it from here, unless we can take care of the problem, I don't, I don't see why I, w- I would do it. To me, the sacrifice is something between the, the town and the people. That's a decision they made long ago. And if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But if we're fighting it, we're fighting it. You wouldn't get the lantern either way unless you fight it. It's, it seems like it's meant for a time user. I'm no time user. Well, I can help you. I uh, mean, after we, like, ca- casually save the world, that's all right with you. <laughs> <laughs> casually? Sure. We, can, we check that off the list first. <laughs> uh, let's do baby steps. <laughs> we seem for, we, 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 it seems like a long track ahead of us before we get there. 
Okay. Am I missing anything here? It seems fairly like, are, are we all on the same page that we have to do this? I don't see any other way. Open the tips. Okay. So you're saying as soon as I pick up this lantern, this guardian's gonna get pissed and and reveal themselves. Seems to try to take it off the island. Yes. I think I think we should leave the lantern. Plan for our attack or decide what we want to do while it feasts on the remain of that soul that is already in the lantern and come back before they sacrifice the other one. Or just wait here. There is I mean, where do you want to fight it? We need to fight it here. We cannot fight it in Ansur or anywhere else. Right. There would be too many dead people. So we have to fight it on the island. So even if you take the lantern, it's not leaving the island anyway. As far as I understand, the monster will come out if we leave the island with a lantern. Mm -hmm. But you don't want right. to bring the monster in Ansur. There will be so many dead people there. We have to this fight it here. Okay, but there's no, like, I... So then what's your solution? I don't understand. Well, I think I think the next uh, ceremony is coming up, right? It's like soon. Right. It's, it's coming out anyway. We just have to wait for it. Why am I, am I wrong in my understanding? I understood that the whirlpool appeared and he just went down and it never actually surfaced. No, he's saying that we can wait for it to come out. But isn't the act of just us trying to leave summon it? With the lantern. Yes. If we leave with the lantern, it will summon it. But we're on the island, so that's a good thing. I would assume yeah. it would come after us with the lantern and not attack the town. Yeah, but right. is, it, is, is it coming after us when we leave the temple or when we leave the island? I mean, pro probably both. <laughs> that's a question for so probably, oh yeah, yeah, the I temple. The temple or the island? When your intention is made to leave the island, okay. So basically, the only thing you have to do is grab it for it to appear. Yeah. And it will sense your intentions to leave. Then we can fight it here. I just, I just want to make sure we don't get the temple guards on our back while we fight this thing. With yeah, them fighting us on the other side, trying to get the lantern back. That would be bad. Do you think they would if they saw us fighting that thing? Well, they would want to get the lantern again. Yeah, to protect it, thinking they're going to just die and fail. We better get the lantern. Do you have any influence on the guards that protect this place? I have already spoken to them, as well as the other monks that were here earlier. They seek refuge low below the island right now. So the island is ours. If this is where your battle commences, I will ensure my people are safe. What happens... Out of curiosity. What happens if we all die now? What happens to the lantern? And then, since you can see the future, what, like, what's, 
does a silence come out and destroy the world or does time reset and we do this all over and over and over again yeah it's a whirlpool yes i got a question in any of the versions that you've seen we ever called resilian to come help us out there have been times where you've attempted to side with both Rhea and Resilian. Great. Okay. <laughs> uh, so helpful. <clears throat> All right. I think that might be worth a shot. Mm. I think what Resilient? that teaches us is that we've tried to side we've with each of them. Us. And we've always lost. The only thing I know is every time we tried before, you weren't here for some reason. And now you are. So that's a change. Yeah, starting to think I wish I hadn't met you all in that tavern in Trellis, actually. Don't worry. You, you haven't met me in Trellis, so we're good. True enough. I guess still the final damage. Well, the same thing to you, Lucy. You don't have to be here. I mean, Got your back. I selfishly want you to be here, but I also this this seems really scary, and um, I don't know this. Like she holds up her necklace. Like this is kind of scary. I don't like the timing of this. I'm assuming yours looks like mine. I'll lift us up. Yeah, lately I've been getting a lot of these sort of indications that whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen soon. Um, okay, well, I don't, I mean, do we do this now? Is there a better time? You seem to be a body which is better in, in the moment, no planning at first. Just go with it. There's it might no be a good time. idea to go to the ship we came from and tell them to fly back to the ship and tell my father what we're about to do. Maybe he can send some sort of aid. Could always maybe ask. Send, maybe send a message. Me? That would cost some of Alara's energy that she might need. You'll need I, all the in a combat situation. That, um, that link spell? was one of my highest level spells. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. I could. Well, what if we took a nice big long rest in this cave and slept on the idea? For once. <laughs> when is the uh, 
Well, no, 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 because we, if I think if we're taking a rest, then we might as well go back. Right? Sounds like we can come and go. Uh, oh, when's, yeah, uh, but... when's Beastie waking up? Perhaps I wasn't snack. clear. The moment your intention to leave the island with the lantern. Oh. Oh, so that already happened. Mm. All right. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> oh, so like now. Oh, yeah. It sounds like. Okay. Yeah, because if that train whistle's not going to wake it up, then it's got to be us. <laughs> <laughs> See? <That's... laughs> Look, if we're going to... If we're gonna go out, I'd like to go out in the same style we've been sort of performing for a while. Let's keep it fast, keep it loose. And no polymorphs. Please. <laughs> a wink of Pablo. Just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am ready if you all are. Guess we don't have a choice. We've definitely made up our mind that we're gonna take it. Yep. Well, okay. If this is Question. what you have Yes. When I touch the lantern, can I use it? Will it help me? If you can hold off the beast for an hour's time. What the f Better look tuned to it. <laughs> and perhaps. Okay. Is there a point where we decide to run as a group, or is this thing going to keep coming after us regardless if we leave the lantern here or not? It's out of curiosity. You can certainly try. God damn it. Love that. Love that for us. <laughs> okay. 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 Well. This is a good day to die. Good a day as any. No, nope. we're not gonna die, okay? We're not gonna die. That's what Lucy said to me once before. I remember I was really scared before we found the City of Gold, and he said, we're not gonna die. So let's all say that together. Lucy's looking down at his necklace still. Hmm. <laughs> Lucy, don't look at that. I, you don't. <clears throat> What's gonna happen is gonna happen. It could just mean a good thing. It could mean a good thing. So hold on to that. How bad could it be? It sounds like we die all the time. She's seen us die like a million times. You know, we restart it. Gotta do this whole entire thing all over again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, very That's cavalier the, attitude. That's the opposite of motivational speech that I wanted no, to go I mean. <laughs> Listen, we're all together. We've done we've accomplished a lot we can accomplish this there's no need to walk into it with fear get rid of that fear clear your mind yeah. focus on the task at hand and we shall prevail right come on it all right 
One big hug before the, for the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, don't hug. frown at me. Hug me. <laughs> Not frowning at you. I'm frowning at him. Okay. We'll hug. Come on. Let's right, do a I'll cave hug. on this one. It could be the last day of our lives. Oh. Every day could be the last day of our lives. Thanks, Pablo. <laughs> yeah, well, the truth. I'll join in on the hug. Blow off some steam. I'll join in on the opposite. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I missed that one. I Okay, I'll so join let me get this straight. You guys, are, Ash. you guys are doing a big group hug before you go. Lucy's not doing the group hug. What? Okay. Lucy, Lucy, what are you doing? Come on. Lucy, make a dexterity saving throw for me. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she hugged you first, so I thought we were all. That is a you. twelve. A twelve. Unfortunately, your companions are just too quick for you, my friend. Yeah. If they pull you <laughs> in. Or potentially a last embrace amongst companions, heroes, and friends. As you leave the embrace with one another, Salik the Oracle smiles towards all of you. If there's one thing I can offer, I hope this does you well. One last song to lead you into battle. She begins to sing a beautiful ballad. Like music to all of your ears. Along with all of the redemptions, you all receive Bardic Inspiration. Sang the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Lucy loses his. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget to use it anyway. <laughs> Just that moment when the string quartet starts playing as the Titanic is being made. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. such a good scene. Yeah. She gives one last smile as she finishes. And besides, who wants to live forever? And I guess we'll see you the next time around. Till next time. No, we're gonna, guys, we're gonna get through this. Well, either we live and we're gonna see her again, or we die and we're gonna see her again, so. She's gonna be here. Can you help us? You should help us, Oracle. This is Just not her saying. fight. She's hey. always trying to make people <laughs> jump into fights that aren't theirs. <laughs> Please come dice with us. I will stay with my people. But we wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Understandable. As you begin to uh, make your way up the staircase towards the archway once more, Trix, 
you feel particularly inspired by Pavo's speech. And so you have received inspiration that you can use on ability checks. As you make your way to the front door, Eli begins to push the doorway open as a bright light is seen from outside. And that's where we're going to take that's a short we're break. We're going to take a short break. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so close. So close. Started thing. All right. With that said, we are going to take a very quick break. Um, super, super quick because we're a little bit, uh, we were running a little bit late today. Uh, just to, to do a quick bio. Uh, so go get your apple juices, your coffee juices, your orange juices, your milk juices, whatever juices is that you prefer. <laughs> Um, we do take a couple questions on break, so if you have any questions, throw them down in chat. Uh, I will, let's try and keep them a little bit limited the, this evening because we do have, uh, we do have a big old fight to get to shortly. Um, and then other than that, uh, just bear with us. We shall return in roughly about five minutes. Oh, enter the giveaway. Oh, right. And we are doing our do giveaway tonight. So exclamation point dice. If you'd like to be entered into your, into the giveaway, just make sure that you are following along uh, in order to be eligible to win. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back shortly. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this one. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for sticking around. For the second half, uh, also just a quick thank you for the additional hype train. Very much appreciated. Uh, shout out. Thank you so much. B-Town for the gifted sub. Crash for the, uh, re the resub for five months. Thank you very, very much for sticking around with us for five months. Cross with the 100 bits. Uh, Lenny with the uh, with the single bitty, we still appreciate it, my friend. GF Powers, uh, Crash with some bits, Rowdy with some bits, and Lenny again with a hundred bits. Thank you so much, guys. Very, very much appreciated. So before we jump in, uh, we will just quickly go through chat to see if we have any questions. Uh, Cast, how how do you like the invisibility potion? Super effective, yeah. I mean, they did got the job. Got us the door. They did the job, yeah. right? <laughs> got, it, got him to where it needed to be. Uh, was the I thought there'd be more sneaking around, but, you know. Uh. <laughs> Surprisingly, your DM had other things planned. Uh, was the lamp left behind going into battle? No, it was not. I believe Alara is the individual who is holding on to the lantern at this point. Uh, Alara, how does it feel to know that today is the lesson that, you're, that taught your echo self? How does it feel to know that today is the lesson that taught your echo self? Pretty good. Come full circle. That's for sure. At least now we understand the fisting and the, the handing. <laughs> <laughs> Palming or whatever it was. At least it makes sense now. <laughs> Christian Minecraft channel, guys. Christian Minecraft channel. <laughs> uh, Ash, looks like you are now wrapped up into this mess for sure. How do you feel about that? Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know after the fight. <laughs> writing a new character already. <laughs> Lucy, what do you say to the ones who tell you that you will lose? 
Probably. And oh my gosh, wild magic. Thank you so much for the five gifted subs. You madman. Carnell, thank you so much, my friend. Very, very much appreciated. Yes, no scissoring and no clipping either. Just so we are fully aware of that. Uh, oops. Let me do the things I need to do because there's so much shit happening right now. What the fuck is happening? Uh, okay. So, with that said, let's go ahead and jump back into tonight's episode. Tricks. As you begin to follow your companions out the door, a strange vision crosses your mind. All goes black for a moment before you find yourself in a vision. However, this vision seems to be more of a memory for you. You think back to the day and find yourself in that beautiful room filled with treasures, sorting through each of them until one particular caught your eye. A strange bottle. And as you pick it up in your hand, you feel the joy that it brought you in that moment. And somehow, somewhere, you feel your connection to Fergus once more. Until the next change of fate, you have full access to your warlock spell list again. That is helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Woo! And as quickly as the vision comes, it fades once again. As you are now the last to be leaving through the doorway. As we're leaving, I'm just murmuring, uh, dear Kibble, please grant me the power of the Heavensmith. I'm just... Okay. As you transform into your golden self, you can go ahead and do all the things that I told you that it does, so that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. <laughs> right. As you walk out the doorway... You were all bathed in a strange purplish-blue light that cascades all around you. And standing at the edge, just upon the water, you see what would be described only as an angel. A massive serpent of maroons all throughout its scales shimmering, and a feathered blue front. On its back, you see two large wings spread outward, with a gradient of blues and purples and reds just on its tips. Its eyes both a glowing, vibrant maroon blue 
her aqua blue. That's the word I was looking for. As it looks down upon all of you, it centers its vision directly onto Alara. As you hear a voice that booms out across the entire bay. You have taken my treasures. And you will go no further. The light begins to envelop all around you. And just as it's about to pass through, Alari, you take note and recognize this as a time spell, a much more powerful version of Time Stop. <laughs> Immediately, you are all frozen in place. And I will roll initiative. Okay. And let's get some more proper music on here, shall we? Unbeknownst to any of you. Uh, let me get my things and put the numbers in. Oh boy. Y'all can wait for one second. I need my good dice for this. So we're frozen in time. <laughs> anyway. He rolling our initiative? Nope. I don't know. Oh. I think he's just taking a, a round, or at least a few. <laughs> Unbeknownst to any of you, as time seems to be standing still for each one of you. However, those who watch onward see the massive beast stretch upwards as it begins to utter an incantation, and as it does, a number of strange bluish stars, seven to be exact, begin to swirl around the top of its head. It looks towards Lara, before sending one of the strange stars down towards her. And that is going to be, does a 19 hit you? Yes. Okay. Do I? I don't get any reactions or anything like that, do I? No, you do not. You're startled. Okay. Wow. Put <laughs> him off the call. <laughs> As the star seems to fly down towards you, it hits Alara directly in the chest, spurring her awake once more. As a large explosion of light falls all around you. You take 22 points of necrotic damage, and I need you to go ahead and roll initiative for me. God. That was one star? Yep. Hey. Well, shit. Okay. <laughs> 22 for initiative. 22 for initiative. As you're shocked awake once more, looking around, you see all of your friends seemingly frozen in time. 
with the massive creature directly in front of you. Oh, I forgot to do all the things. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, well, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I didn't do any of the things. Let's put you guys Scary, here. Give me a second. And let's put there this we go. over here. So everybody can see uh, the beautiful map that we have going on. Oh, please. Oh, look at the beautiful thing. Please frames. Please frames. Don't do this to me. Oh. Okay, I'm we're good. Just, uh, right in front there, aren't I? Sure am is. Alara, okay. you were Okay. You were up. What would you like to do? Um, sorry, my roll 20 is Okay. Yeah, Eli's right there. He was feeling it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, He's the viper. Okay. <laughs> um, I am going to see how this works. I am going to um, cast Hands of Time. So I'm going to summon my, my time dogs <laughs> and shoot them both at uh, this thing. Okay. As you thrust your hands out to either side, the green arcane energies begin to pool around your hands as two discs begin to appear. As they spin like razor blade saws in your hands, you attempt to throw them towards the creature. Go ahead and make your two spell attacks. Uh, so the first one is a 25 to hit. And the second one is a... Ooh, 19 to hit. Uh, 25 does hit. 19 does not hit. Don't like those odds. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um. So that's uh, 15 points of necrotic damage. Okay. As the single blade seems to fly towards it, it hits it directly in the chest. You see as it begins to grind against the creature's midriff. As it does, it doesn't seem to tear through like it generally does, although it does seem to cause some damage towards it. As the second one begins to fly towards it, it uses one of its powerful wings to thrust forward, sending the spiraling wheel of arcane energy flying off into another direction. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Alara? I don't know. Like, can I, like, there's nothing that I would know that would break this spell, like, from any of my knowledge or training. Make an arcana check for me. Oh, where is my sheets? That is a... 18 plus 8. <laughs> 18 plus 8 is what? 26. 26. With a 26, you would know from uh, your studies in time magic that when someone is physically affected in some way, shape, or form, that generally will break them out of the spell, whether it be an attack, a touch, but it must be physical. I suppose that takes up any sort of touchy-feely stuff that I could do. <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, I will then... Um, I don't suppose I could just, like, walk and brush past an ally? No. <laughs> no? No. Okay, I Good will... Try, um, I will walk a little bit forward and sort of put myself in between there. Okay. That'll end my turn. Okay. 
You watch, staring up at the creature as it stares down at you, eyes glaring towards you. Its eyes begin to light up brighter and brighter and larger, surprisingly. As it does, two small circles begin to pull out of its eyes entirely as they start to fly down and spread wings, beginning to fly to either side of uh, your companions on either side, now flying about 15 feet up into the air. unnecessary (laughs) (laughs) it is then going to it is then going to attempt to send another one of the stars down towards you god Uh, and is that's going to be a 17 does a 17 hit you um yeah but well not with shield can I use shield Sure. It's a reaction? It's a reaction. You can absolutely use okay. shield. I will use shield. Okay. <laughs> As the star comes flying down towards you, and you instinctively throw up your barrier of arcane energy directly in front of you, blocking not only yourself, but parts of Eli and Lucy. As the star crashes into it, it creates an explosion of bluish light over top of you, but it doesn't seem to have any effect. Um, uh, that will uh, put... It back to you, my friend. What would you like to do? Me? Yes. Um. Okay. Uh, if I'm reaching out and grabbing people, is that like one action? I'll say or that. I, like just... I... I know that's why I'm like, can I just turn? <laughs> I will be a graceful and humble universe and say that you can use an action and a bonus action to uh, potentially try and awaken one of your companions, or two of your companions. Okay. Um, I will turn to Lucy, and I will, I guess, grab him by the shoulders, shake him. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Okay, Lucy, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. I got high constitution. And that's a 19, which means it's a 26. 26 will absolutely wake you up as Lucy's eyes begin to blink. Lucy, you look around to see this giant lizard-like creature standing directly in front of you, shining brightly like that of an angel. Uh, As well, looking around, you see now two of these bluish orbs that seem to be floating off the top of the ground. There's wings tight uh, and elongated that seem to be fluttering up and down, keeping them both afloat, just casually, almost ominously staring at the rest of the party. Uh, Lucy, go ahead and roll initiative for me, please. 16. 16. Very good. Okay. Alara, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Yes. I will bonus action turn to Eli. <laughs> Shake Eli. Okay. Wake up, Eli. Eli, go ahead and roll a constitution mm-hmm. saving throw for me. Mm-hmm. And while she does... 18. 18. Uh, okay. 
Yep, that will do it. So as Alara begins to shake you, you two now spur awake once more, snapping out of a trance. Not really sure where the time has gone, as you see things have changed, but it just felt like a blink of an eye for a moment. Now looking around, you too see the angelic serpent flying, flapping its wings towering over top of you, almost taller than the ta the temple itself, as well as the two blue orbs that seem to be fluttering around you. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative for me. I rolled a 16. Okay, fair enough. Um, Alara, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Yeah, I'll just let them know. So, um, to don't worry, we're gonna get through this, um, but to wake everybody up, we need to we need to force them awake. So you need to touch them or shake them um, to get them back to reality. Okay? Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. With that said, the uh, creature, the, the large time guardian is now looking, seeing some of your friends spur awake, uh, is going to send down... Uh, actually, it's going to use its action. How many turns does this thing have? It begins to spread its wings out and flap down towards you, now specifically geared at Eli. Uh, as you cover your face and hold the ground, you feel the rush of the wind, a massive impact of force fly over top of you. It doesn't seem to directly hit you uh, as intended. Uh, that does not hit. However, it's going to use its bonus action to send another one of its stars down towards Lucy. Lucy, does a 17 hit you? Uh, even with my shield, yeah. Just barely. Okay. Lucy, you take 16 points of necrotic damage as the star directly hits you in the chest, letting off a small explosion all around you. Um... <sighs> That is going to end its turn as one of the tiny orbs is going to start fluttering over to Ash. A small beam uh, of light begins to appear directly in the center like a small eye uh, in the center of the orb itself as it blasts down towards uh, Ash. Ash does a 17 hit you. Mm, yes, but I don't think I can move anyway. Oh, that's right. So it would have had advantage either way. Uh, and that is going to be... So many hits anyway. The beam hits you directly in the back, and as it does, you feel a burst of dark, time-sucking energy hit you directly in the chest. Uh, you take 14 points of necrotic damage, and you are also spurred awake now. Go ahead and roll initiative for me. Wait, that's a six. Six, okay. Right, with that said, uh, that is going to end the time orb's turn, bringing us to Eli. Lucy, you're on deck. Uh, okay, so I need to know where the nearest shadow in 60 feet is. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me. I'll allow you to do that with your bonus action. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, fuck me. That's a that's a four. A four. As you begin to look around, the light from uh, the uh, creature is just far, far too bright. Uh, and seems to be just shining over top of the entire land, not creating any shadows in sight. What would you like to do for uh, your action? He's going to expend the shadow step charge, and he ends up wherever the nearest shadow is. Okay. Within 60 feet. If you can't see it. Okay. Uh, Alara and, and Lucy, you watch... from like, oh, sorry. You watch as Eli suddenly vanishes from sight. Eli, in a blink of an eye, you find yourself in a tiny little alcove closer to the beach, surrounded by a few rocks hidden into the inside. There doesn't seem to be a ton of shadows there, but just enough for the uh, for the spell to take effect. Really? It wouldn't be behind somebody? Because aren't they facing the light? The... I, I mean, this the creature is gargantuan and is basically yeah. a giant glowing okay. light. It is it is casting light almost everywhere on the plane that you see directly in front of you. Okay. okay. I just assumed that there would be shadows behind people. Okay, so that would be, I guess, uh, the the description of the blades doesn't specify if that's an action. Oh, that's a okay. There we go. So that's burned, and then I guess I'm I got nothing else. Okay, fair enough. I don't want to move, and I can't react. Lucy, you're up. Uh, Ash, you're on deck. Can't hear you, Lucy. Muted, muted, Bobby. Okay, so quick question. Sure. Um, the one that just attacked Ash, is it still flying 15 feet up above him? Yes, it seems to have kept its uh, its height, its vertical height. Okay, I am going to cast Fireball at third level. Spend three of my sorcery points to twin it, but I'm going to aim it three feet to the right of that one so that Ash is out of the blast radius and the other one's going to hit the other time warp. Or aim for the other time orb. Time orb one or time orb two? I'm hitting both with the twin spell. Oh, oh okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. As you begin to focus your uh, magics, you can feel the uh, spell beginning to congregate down each one of your forearms as you begin to twin it uh, outside. Putting both of your hands up, you watch, Alara, you watch as a burst of flame comes flying out of each one of the palms of Lucy's hands. Lucy, go ahead, and I believe... No, it's a... Uh, I need deck saving throws. Deck saving throws. Right. Uh, Dex, the highest of the two was a 16. Both fail. Both take full damage. Okay. So that will be... Do I roll each one individually? Uh, no, just roll them both at or the same, same time. damage for each. Yeah. Okay, so it's damage 30 damage each. to each. 30 damage for each, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, as the fireballs hit close to both of the uh, time orbs, you watch as both of them seemingly catch fire from uh, the massive explosions on the ground all around. The heat 
begins to whiz around them, creating a strange noise coming from each of them, kind of like a squeal, almost like they're screaming internally. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Lucy? Yep, I'm gonna use my movement to go over here, and I'm going to tap Ollie on the back with my bonus action. Okay. Ollie, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. Six. A six. Lucy, you continue to shake Ollie the best that you can, but it doesn't seem to have an effect as he stays frozen in time like that of a statue. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? That's my turn. Okay, with that said, Ash, you are up. Uh, Alara, you will be on deck shortly. Okay. Um, as I will see the ever-glowing light in front of us, uh, we'll cast Fireball at it. At the big guy? Yeah. Okay. Turning around, looking at the orb, seeing that it uh, it itself is on fire, it begins to give you a little bit of an inspiration. Harnessing all of the wild fire energy within you, begin to pull it not only from the ground, from but from seemingly your soul itself. As the fireball begins to build directly in the center of your hands, you toss it towards the creature. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 26. Uh, yes, it makes it. Okay, so half damage. Yeah. As the fireball comes towards it, it covers most of its body with its wings. It hits the wings, causing a large explosion, explosion of flames, like little bits of lava that seem to... Uh, spit off the sides from the direct impact. You can see that there are now burn marks on some of the creature's feathers. What are we talking about in terms of damage? Uh, ten. Ten points of damage? Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, nope, nothing else. Okay. The second time orb is going to flutter, flutter up close towards Trix. It too sends out a small beam. Trix, does an 18 hit you? Oh, I have to roll with advantage. Never mind. Uh, make that a 23. I think you're muted, Trix. It is? Um, oh, no, you're fine. Uh, hello? hello? Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, it hits me. A blue beam slices down towards Trix, hitting, it hitting her directly in the chest. You take 24 points of necrotic damage as the beam hits. You are now awakened as your eyes flicker, feeling the pain of this time magic seemingly seeping away years from your life from the attack. Go ahead and roll initiative for me, please. All right, and that's 25. Ooh, that's a big boy initiative roll. Very, very good. Pissed. Okay, that is going to end both of their turns. Uh, Alara, you are up and... Oh, sorry, Trix, you're up uh, with Alara on deck. All right, and the creature is in the air? Yes, the time orbs are about 15 feet off the ground. They seem to be fluttering there. Their wings flapping very quickly like that of a hummingbird almost. Uh, they're very, very long and thin and are the same colored blue as the rest of its body, almost a bright fluorescent blue with a little bit of green tinge on its wings itself. The large time uh, guardian is 
hovering over top of the of the entire land it easily stretches about 40 if not 50 feet into the air it's grand and massive uh, in its overall demeanor and physique um, it seems to be focused right now directly on ash after sent that fireball was casted upon it what would you like to do tricks um I'm gonna just shoot this thing next shoot this thing above me with my new shiny gun hell yeah you reach back into towards your back pulling out your massive firearm a uh, glowing rifle with orange and blue or orange and copper and golden markings all up along its barrel as you position it aiming it up towards the uh, flying time orb go ahead and make your attacks that is 20 to hit 20 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage for me. And that is 15. 15. As the flames from the fireball cast by Lucy just seem to be beginning to simmer and go out, you reignite it entirely as it bursts once again into flames from the power of your new rifle. The incendiary weapons, or the incendiary bullets hit it directly, causing it to burst into flames once more. You can see some, most of the wings now blackened and singed as a few cracks in the orb itself begin to appear. Starting to look a little bit damaged, a little bit damaged. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn tricks? Uh, no, that's all. Okay, perfect. Uh, with that said, that's going to take us to Alara with uh, what looks to be Eli on deck. Right. Well, after much debate with myself, um, I am just going to do something completely irrational and crazy. And I am going to cast Banishment. <laughs> so, <laughs> see if it works. Okay. I need a I need a saving throw from uh from the big the big guy. Okay. As you uh, close your eyes, focus, raising the staff high into the sky, you utter the incantation needed. A very abysmal sounding um, incantation. That is going to be a sixteen. Fuck. <laughs> Mine's a sixteen. All right. Come on. Mother. The uh, taking note of the incantation. Oh that wait, you're saying. I use Ben Luck to give you a D4 to that. Give who a D4? Oh, to take away a D4 take from his save. Take away a D4 from his save. Uh, <laughs> Shit. All right. In that case, it is going to use its legendary resistance to successfully make the save. It begins wow, to utter the incantation. It, it takes it takes notice of the incantation as it turns your its head towards you, slithering like a snake. It begins to squint its eyes towards you as it begins to speak the incantation backwards, causing it to have no effect whatsoever. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Alara? Um, is anyone? Co- Pavo's not up yet, right? Pavo isn't up, and Ollie's not up either. Oh. Right, Ollie's closest. I'm gonna run over to Ollie, and and I'm gonna just shake Ollie. Hey, Ollie, come on! You can do it. Snap out of it. Ollie, go ahead and make a Constitution saving throw for me. Wow, six again. 
Still, I've never seen a here dice in a slide across the screen on D&D Beyond. It just slid. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't use electronic dice. Um, so with that said, you continue to shake Ollie as best you possibly can. However, it doesn't seem to have any effect. He stay, remains frozen like a statue in time. Uh, with that said, let's, uh, that is going to, uh, be the Time Guardian's turn once again. Uh, it is going to, what do I want it to do? Away. Let We're us keep the lantern. It. It's fine. <laughs> can keep living on here. We'll take the lantern. It's all good. It squints and stares towards you, Alara. You dare to defy me? It takes a large breath in before exhaling a massive blast of green smokish energy oh. towards all of you. I think it's going to hit everybody. Um, me I too? Need, I need you. Oh, Except sorry. Other than Eli. Yeah. Everybody but Eli. I need everybody to uh, make a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, also, uh, B-Town, the map artist is Dr. Mapso, is the artist that we're using tonight. Oh, my God. Oh. So that con save was 21. <laughs> mm. Mine was... Um, 18. Mine was in that one. I think I'm going to try and use... Can I... Is this a react... Um, Okay. Well, she's figuring that out. Mine was also an eight. <laughs> Ability check or saving throw. Okay, I'm going to use my reaction to force a uh, re-roll. I'm going to redo my, my save okay. again. Okay, go ahead and re-roll. We use our inspiration on our save. Uh, oh, shoot, we have bardic inspiration. You do have oh, bardic yeah. inspirations. <laughs> you can use it on your save, so that's going to be an additional d6. 17, 18, 19, 20. That's a 20 for me. Way better than a one. <laughs> okay. 23 for me. Okay. Uh, anyone who rolled under 19, uh, you take 33 oh. points of necrotic damage. Oh. For those of you who succeeded, who hit 19 or above, you take half that damage as it lets out a blast of time magic energy with its uh, breath weapon. We does have barely touched Pavo? this thing. I'm terrified. What is, yeah, sorry, does that what wake is that? Pavo and Ollie Yes, up? that absolutely wakes Pavo and Ollie up. I need you both to go ahead and roll some initiatives for me. Sorry, what is 33 half? What is uh, that? 33 is 16. 16. It's 16 because it's half rounded down. It'd be 16 and a half, but you're rounded down at 16. 18 initiative. 18? And mine's 16 initiative. 16 initiative. And 16 initiative. I think that's everybody. Okay. Uh... And that one... So being in that state, no reactions or anything like that was allowed, right? Uh, no, you were technically frozen in time at that point. All right, uh, it is going to use its bonus action as well to send down another one of its stars towards you, and I believe this is the fourth one, uh, and it is going to be aiming towards uh, Alara. 
Oh, no. E. Okay, that's a natural 20. Uh... I think Ollie woke up. Yo! <laughs> Ollie, just in time! <laughs> so that is going to be Yo. that. Fourteen, seventeen, doubled. So that's going to be uh, thirty-four points of uh, of damage as the crown or as the star hits you directly in the chest, causing a massive explosion. Um, Alara just crumples, falls to the ground. She's unconscious. Okay. Now we know how you got your scar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that said, Pavo, you are up. What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, Eli, you're on deck. All right. Now that I'm finally free, I will take to the air, fly straight up. What's my movement? Fly speed 70 feet. He's gargantuan, right? All right. So yes, he that'll is. Bring, bring me closer to eye level if I go 70 feet. Okay. Or a little above them. And I will use my newly crafted wing attacks towards them and send my shards after them. Okay. As you, you get up to eye level, it kind of slithers back and forth, watching you intently. As you spread out your massive wings, they begin to spark a little bit with the flames igniting once again as you now too become even almost as bright as the angelic time guardian in front of you as you flap your wings directly towards it go ahead and make two attacks for me and the first attack 12 plus 9 so that's going to be a 21 uh 21 absolutely hits the second so attack. so everybody knows 20 is its armor class and then that's a dirty 20 11 plus 9 okay both hit go ahead and roll damage for both So, 10 piercing, 10 radiant. The second hit. Eighteen piercing. Jesus and Christ. Seven radiant. Nice. And then I will take my bonus action and fling another shard at it again. Okay. The two shards flying towards it directly in its face, the uh, both hit on the left side of its face, causing massive tears to begin to pull through its face. You see some of a strange bluish blood that also continues to glow begin to seep down the side of it as it lets out a strange screeching noise towards it. Not wasting any time, you flex your wings once more, sending another attack towards it. Go ahead and roll some damage or roll some attacks for me. And that one attack will be for 21. 12. 21 absolutely hits, so go ahead and roll damage for it. Good. 18 piercing and 9 radiant. Hey, what did you pick for your augmentation from last episode? Radiant. Picked radiant. The attack hits it directly in the, the close to the sternum as the shard pierces directly into it you watch as the strange silverish now glowing dagger of radiant energy 
disappears in beneath and in amongst the scales as more blood begins to sprout out from the center of its sternum is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn pavo i'm all out so i'll stand here and or fly here and see what he tries to do next okay uh the time orb seeing uh, the attacks being done on its master uh continues its barrage towards uh ash Uh, that is going to be a 17 to hit. Yep. Okay. The blast coming out from its eye once more. You take uh, 11 points of necrotic damage as it hits you directly in the chest. It continues to flutter back and forth in front of you, almost mocking you uh, with its attacks. That is going to end its turn. Uh, Eli, you're up. Uh, Lucy, you're on deck. Okay. Uh, how far down am I? Uh, you, from where you, you're about 10 feet uh, on the beach. So uh, 10 okay. feet up is the actual uh, the plateau that the rest of your companions are on. Okay. I am going to like look around confused and be like, fuck, because it's not what he intended. <laughs> and then I'm going to attack from there. Uh, so I'm going to use one of the um, my magical daggers and I'm going to try to whip it and I'm going to try to hit it in the torso. Uh, what's the range on it? 60 feet. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, as you as you toss the dagger, trying to pinpoint towards the creature's midsection as best as possible, it's a little difficult as the wings continue to beat uh, as it moves back and forth a little bit, but go ahead and uh, roll an attack for me. 13 to hit, so it's going to be a miss. The uh, dagger seems to fly directly past it as it just moves out of the way slightly as it flies past it. I'm going to use my reaction to summon it back, and okay. I will use my bonus action uh, to hit again. Okay. Go ahead and make another ranged attack for me. 17 to hit. I'm going to use my bardic. That's going to be another six. So that should hit. 23. 23. 23 absolutely hits. Yeah. Okay. That will be uh, 12 points piercing. Okay. 14 sneak attack. Okay. And then... Uh, D6 poison. Four poison. Four poison. The dagger stabs directly into its side, uh, as close to what you would assume is its obliques as possible. As it pierces in, you watch its muscles begin to squeeze around it, uh, as more of this bluish blood begins to leak out the side of it. It's starting to look... Uh, potentially pretty hurt at this point in time as it lets out another scream, now turning its attention towards you, Eli. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Great. Okay, fair enough. Uh, go ahead and make a religion check for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure! Don't mind if I do. That's gonna be an 18! 
mean? No, sorry. Hey. There's no gods with you today. Uh, Lucy, <laughs> you're up. It. Ollie, you're on deck. Okay. Okay. Lucy seeing Alara go down is going to rush in front of her. And I'd like to use my bonus action to feed her my potion of supreme healing, if that's allowed. I know we're kind of fuzzy on that rule. Um, while she is down and in the midst of saving throws, then it, you wouldn't be able to, because she wouldn't be able to properly swallow at this point. Okay. In that case, I am going to use a quicken spell. So I'm going to use two sorcery points. So that as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Blight at fifth level. I need a con save. Okay. From the creature? The green mist is going to come out. Yeah, the big guy. Green mist is going to come out of his uh, fingertips and kind of whip at him, uh, trying to get into his throat. Okay. As, uh, as they begin to emerge from your fingertips, almost reaching out further than your grasp could, it tries to wrap its tendrils around the creature's neck. Uh, that is going to be a 16 on the save. It's not save. It is going so to use its legendary resistance to make the save. Okay. Still takes half damage. Okay. So that'll be 98. 98? 98. Oh, okay. It's like, Jesus Christ. 39 damage. Have would be uh, 38, uh, 16. 16. 16? 16. 16. Yeah, right. 16. Yeah. 16. Okay. Yeah. The tendrils grasp around the creature's neck as it begins to squirm back and forth, its wings flapping in the air, wrapping it, your green tendrils of blight around its neck. Uh, you can hear it choking and asphyxiating. As it begins to shake wildly, it pushes off the uh, the tendrils. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Lucy? Yeah, with my action, um, I'm going to uh, reach out to big boy Lucy, uh, Luke, Okay. and take on a barbarian form. Okay. As your mind reaches out to the many versions of yourself, you instinctively hear a grunting smile. <laughs> Let's go, kiddo. As you, he says this, you all watch as Lucy begins to grow in size, his muscles now bulging outward as his hair begins to push up into a bit of a mohawk, the green streak now coming out the side, somehow a green massive great axe appearing in his hand like that of a light construct. It looks like Lucy is now Luke. Okay. Hands off, you overgrown snake. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that's it. Okay. Ollie, you're up. Uh, Ash, you're on deck. All right. I'm going to use Cure Wounds on Ilara. Okay. Holding on to your holy symbol, you reach down towards Ilara, grabbing onto her. You feel the energies, the radiant energies leave through your forearm directly into the center of Alara's chest as she breathes a deep breath as her eyes shoot open once more. How many points of healing does she get? She gets 18. 18, okay. That was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ollie, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? 
With my bonus action, I'd like to hand her one of my Potion of Supreme Healing and just be like, here, you should probably hold on to this. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, with that said, that takes us to Ash. Ash, what would you like to do, my friend? I will take my two hands and blow in it, and my my hand will catch on fire. Nice. I will hit the ground with it. Nice. And a circle of fire will emanate from me like 30, 30 feet away in all direction. And everybody hit by the fire okay. will get uh, oh. 21 points of eating. That took me on a journey. Wow. <laughs> everybody I'm going to stab Pavo you. I'm going to stab you. Oh, okay. Not bad. Pa- all right. Pavo is too high, I think. All right. Wow. I'm more than 30 feet up, right, Pavo? Oh, I'm... I'm- I level. I'm over seven. Yeah, I'm seven. Okay, so everybody gets uh, twenty-one. All right, as we you have uh, a second healer. <laughs> as, as as you watch, as Ash begins to fist the ground, uh, a beautiful blazing white light begins to circle all around you. It's heat not burning in any way shape or form albeit it should be a blazing fire upon each of you instead you feel rejuvenated as the fire the kinetic energy of the fire seems to embrace all of you you guys can all heal 30 points of healing uh, other than eli and pavo oh that was 21 Sorry, I, that's what I meant to say, 21. That's what I said the first time. <laughs> All right, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, the second time orb is going to, once again, is actually is going to begin to uh, flutter upwards towards Pavo, uh, directing its gaze directly onto Pavo. It's going to make an attack against you. Its beam begins to fly out, but you are far too nimble and quick as you're able to dodge out of the way of the uh, of the beam. Uh, that is going to end its turn, which takes us back to the top of the round. Trix, you are up. Alara, you are on deck. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to use my um, bonus action to use a charge of my tattoo. Okay. Any resistance to bludgeoning and piercing and slashing. Very cool. Um, okay. And then I'm going to just use my gun to shoot at the big guy. Okay. As as you reload your massive firearm, you spin around as you aim directly towards the forehead of the creature. Not worried in any way, shape, or form at the size or the height, you know a single bullet might be able to take the creature down. As you pull back on the hammer, squeezing the trigger, go ahead and make an attack roll for me. All right, and that's 18 to hit. Uh, 18 does not hit as the creature swaying back and forth. It seems to fly, the bullet seems to fly directly past, almost directly through the coils of its neck. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, tricks? That's all. Okay, Alara, you are up. Pavo, you're on deck. Um, Alara will uh, stand up, brush herself off, take a step over, and say... Look, these are my friends, and we need to take the lantern. And if you're not going to let us do that, me and my friends are not dying. Unfortunately, it is going to be you today. And she's going to cast Chromatic Orb at fourth level with fire. Let's do fire. It's a big fire game today. I like it. Mm. I like it, I like it, I like it. 
Burn, baby, uh, burn. Yay, that is a 23 to hit. A 23 to hit. The As you hold your hands up, the large ball of chromatic energy begins to burn directly above you like a tiny sun, tossing it towards the creature. You catch it directly in its midsection as more of the flames seem to scatter throughout its body, causing massive burn marks and singe marks all amongst it. Uh, the feathers burning away, turning into a blackened blue at this point. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. Uh, ooh, yeah. I like those sounds. Happy math sounds. 36 points of fire damage. 36 points of fire damage, okay. Yep. You watch as the Temple Guardian seems to slouch over for a minute before straightening its back back up. It snares sneers down towards you. To the bit to the abyss, I will send you. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Alara? Um yeah, I'll bonus action. I can take a healing potion as a bonus action. Yes, bonus action? Yep. Okay, I'll take my superior healing. Sorry, how many does anyone know how many that is? It gives you I got it right oh, here. Oh yeah. It's ten D four plus twenty. <laughs> you say it then. Holy shit. Okay. Alright, <laughs> I'll roll that and then ten D four. I just picture Alara with this attack and then frantically <laughs> chugging the healing potion. Yeah, yeah the exactly. one who's gonna die. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you wine and dine, baby. Just to be sure. Or, okay, I'm back to full health. I won't even add the 20. Unless it, it doesn't add temporary. No, okay. no temporary hit points. <sighs> That'll end my turn. Okay. Uh, it is going to stare directly down towards you, Alara, and is going to send another one of its stars directly down. Of course it is. is that uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. Oh, fuck. My shield doesn't even... And it's not up anyways. Um, yeah, that'll... Uh... Wait. Sorry. I'll use my... I'll use my reaction. To force a reroll. Okay. <laughs> Every time I do this, fuck me. That's gonna be a twenty-six. <laughs> Every fucking time. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll hit. Okay. As the star comes flashing down upon you, uh, another explosion of light all around. You take uh, 19 points of necrotic damage as its bonus action. It is now going for its main action. Take in one last deep breath. Real quick what? before you do that, yep. um, is the creature within striking distance where Lucy's standing or where Luke is standing? Uh, not at this point. Okay. You'd have to. Luke would have to move a little bit closer. Okay. Okay. It takes a large, deep breath in once again, exhaling another green electrical mist all around you. I need everybody to make Constitution saving throws, except for Pavo and Eli. I just burned my fucking reaction. I hate myself right now. <laughs> I hate myself. Why did I do that? Oh my god. Hey, digital dice. <laughs> Natural twenty one. Wow. It's a dirty twenty for me. Okay. 
You go five for me. Okay. And tricks? Um. Constitution what? saving throw. Oh, I'm so sorry. Gas attack. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, the blast covers the atop all of you. Whoever rolled under 19, you take 37 points of necrotic damage. Anyone of 19 or over, uh, you take half that damage. You said 36? Uh, 37. Uh, well, it's 18. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As the blast finishes covering all of you, uh, it pulls back. You now see it huffing, um, almost out of breath. That it's going to go ahead and end its turn. Pavo, you are up. Eli, you're on deck. Okay, this little uh, flying thing is like right next to me right now, right? Correct. All right, so that'll ruin my ranged attack. So I'm going to use a key point. As a bonus action to disengage from this, okay. I will fly 5, 10, 5, 30, 35, 35 feet this way, 5, 10, 15, and then fly over to here for my final movement. Use my action to send two shards from my winged attack straight to the side of his head that I can okay. see. The creature clearly paying attention to those on the ground, not paying attention to you whatsoever, flexing your wings almost at eye level towards it. You let loose your two daggers. Go ahead and uh, roll an attack for me, please. That's 25 and uh, 14, so one hit. Okay, go ahead and roll some damage for me. So 12 piercing and 12 radiant. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do? That'll be my turn. That is your turn. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, which takes us to Eli, you're up. What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, is the dagger still inside of the creature? Yes, it is. Uh, Eli will kind of like breathe out a little bit, like he's gearing up to do something crazy. Oh, I love it. And I would, I would like to teleport to the dagger. Okay. While it is in the yeah, creature. Hell yeah. <laughs> onto it. Yeah. And then with, so that is my reaction burned. Uh, I'm going to use my action to sort of like start climbing it and like, hitting it as hard as I can as Hell I yeah. go. Uh, so that's one action to hit, and then I'm going to use a bonus to hit again. Okay. I'm going to say for the sake of the narrative, because what you're doing is fucking awesome, you continue to fuck? stab as simple movement, stabbing into the snake, moving upwards, the time guardian flexing and moving around with each hit, causing one damage each time you raise up, pulling out a little bit of the black, or sorry, the bluish glowing ichor begins to flow down atop of you, but you don't care at this point, making it up directly to the throat of the creature. What would you like to do, Eli? I will allow you an action. Uh, I'm right at the throat. You're right at the throat. 
He's gonna be like covered in all of the black blood and he's gonna like stick his head out from the side and yell and go Aah! and try to like cut its throat open as much as he can. Okay, go ahead and make a melee attack for me. Okay. Ooh, I actually... Please let it be good. That's <laughs> uh, a 15. Do I do... But is it an, a hit? Like a... Because I'm right there, right? You are right there, so I'll give you advantage on the roll. All right. There we go. 21 to hit. 21 to hit. Okay, go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's uh, 17 points uh, piercing. 17 points of piercing? Well, in that case, Eli, tell us the tale yes. of how you vanquished your mightiest foe. So as, as he's slitting the throat and the beast is falling, just so I don't like end up underneath it, I'm going to throw my dagger up in the air and I want to land right on its head. All right. Teleport back down to it. As you tear into the chest, pulling their, your hands back, slicing through the throat of the creature, cutting deep, more and more of the blue ichor begins to spill out as you can hear it coughing and choking on its own blood. You toss the dagger high up into the air, teleporting above it and letting yourself land, fall down directly on it, both of your daggers drawn as you pierce down directly into the open eye sockets of the creature. It lets out a foul yell as a blur of blue light bursts from the top of its head, lighting up the entire sky around it as if daylight has blessed you all in the midnight hours. The creature begins to slowly... I want to use a reaction to try to catch him if he starts falling. Okay. I was teleporting down to the dagger, so I'm in the head. Like, I'm on right on the head. Okay. So he used his action to, like, make sure that he wouldn't fall. Okay. Thought of that. (laughs) As the creature begins to slither downward and fall over to the side, it suddenly begins to disappear from sight as the magics no longer hold its vessel any longer. You begin to fall, but Pavo quickly rushes over to you, grabbing you by the back, bringing you back down to your companions, the time orb seeming to pop as their master no longer existing. And that is going to end combat for the session. Very, very well done, folks. Very well done. Dead beastie. Immediately Lucy as as, uh, Luke rushes over and picks up Eli like onto his shoulders and goes, I love this little man. (laughs) (laughs) Eli's loving it. He's loving it. He's like posing (laughs) on top. (laughs) As all of your companions begin to rush around to your side, Eli, cheering on your mighty, mighty victory. You look to one another, now seeing that you've reclaimed the final champion's weapon. Did it. As you begin to, is there anything else you guys would like to do on the island? I think we're done here. Yeah. Still carrying Eli the whole time. Okay. Well, we have to <laughs> Maybe we should anything. let Maybe them know that tell... the coast is clear and that they can yeah. get out of their bunker. 
They'll figure it out. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, okay then. You I guess all... we can... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess we can just walk out. Nobody's going to stop us. Oh. Sorry, let me interrupt as well. <laughs> guys thank you so much for the bits very much appreciated as you all begin to make your way back to the smaller vessel you see the crew members all now cheering from your mighty victory Luke putting Eli down as each of you begin to make your way into the small vessel a moment later the small vessel begins to rise up into the air once again as it flies back up to the Prasad ship. Docking back in the proper port, you all get off to once again hear the cheers of some of the crewmen clearly having watched the battle from high above. It'd be hard not to see the amount of lights that burst from the crowd, from the area below. However, the celebrations were cut are cut short as Pappas immediately rushes towards it. Ah, Master, Master Ollie and the rest, uh, Lord Passage needs to speak with you all right away. Huh. Uh, mm. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Lead the way. Yes. You all rush towards the command center, the same place you had met with earlier, and as you burst into the room, you see a number of individuals with maps spread out on the table, all of Qatar, of all of Qatar. Surprisingly, you will also see Senator Vander there. Good. As numerous individuals begin to pour over the maps, Lord Presage looks to all of you. I'm glad you were all back. We've just received word. It seems whatever forces were occupying Boku has begun to march north. Hmm. Senator Vander speaks up. Yes, well, there can only be one target that they're going for. The Northern Aarakocra tribe and Thule's tomb. Hmm. How much time do we have? Lucy turns back into. (laughs) 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 How much time do we have? Lord Persage speaks up. Based on our estimates and what our scouts are telling us, we have about a week's time before they fully take Thule's tomb. Whatever we have to do to prep and get ready, whatever forces available, this is a significant force that we're dealing with, from what I've been told. Not only are we fighting an army, we're fighting the undead themselves. Whatever allies you've gathered amongst your time here, send word immediately. Should contact the... Resistance and trellis. Pavo, if you're comfortable. My monks are more than happy to help. Alara, you're gonna have to make uh, a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Or calls, messages. <laughs> My cell phone. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could find some way to get Gray in this fight as well. Maybe some of his menagerie of mythical creatures could help too. Tell her Celine to wake him up. It's that easy. It's supposed to be on our side. How do we not know? How do we know that this isn't being controlled by Rustillian? Well, we don't. His response should be really telling then. He's the one that attacked Boku in the first place. That's actually my point. He was working with the necromancer. Yeah. So they're Lord probably Tusk. marching to help him. I'm assuming. Maybe that's a wrong assumption, but. I'll talk about out of the fray and into the fire. Yeah. I would say send word to all of your companions and all of your allies. We have more than enough room on the ship to gather all. We will gather our armies here, and we will make our last stand. And that, my friends, is the conclusion of our first major campaign. What? Which leads us into the final chapter okay. of campaign one. Okay. The War of <laughs> Defiance, part one, starts next week. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Ba, ba, ba. Gave us all a panic attack there. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, what, what? what? is happening? <laughs> We are oh, in boy. the end game now, folks. We are in the end game. <sighs> With that said, we do have a dice giveaway before we head out for the evening. So if you haven't um if you haven't already entered, I will give you a chance to go ahead and do so now. Use the code exclamation point dice to go ahead and uh, enter into the uh enter into the contest um huge thank you to everyone who has offered bits and subs and all of those wonderful things uh that you have offered today you guys are all absolutely fantastically kind to us and uh, are the main reason why we're able to yeah. keep going the way that we're going but with that said i think we are going to go ahead and close the entries for the evening Good luck to everyone. And if I can get a drum roll, please. Ring a ding 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 ding. If you're not even, hey, I'm the only one, one trying here. I just, I just drum rolled. I just drum rolled. No one can And the winner for the sketch dice this evening is none other than. Crashburn 2, congratulations, my friends. Uh, you are the winner of a beautiful set of sketch dice where you can make your own dice and continue to making make it over and over and over again. Uh, we'll go ahead, and I believe you are in our Discord, so uh, if you want to reach out to myself, or better yet, reach out to Alara slash Reyna, uh, and we will make sure to get those sent off to you ASAP. Congratulations. Congratulations, absolutely. Um, all right. And I think we're going to be doing a little bit of a rating for the evening. 
Who is playing some Dungeons and or Dragons? Oh, Vancouver by Night, some friends of ours that uh, we've recently made friends with. We are going to go ahead and raid them for the evening. Uh, we use the hashtag CCLoveRaid because we don't do any of the uh, hate raids around here. I'll go ahead and put that down in chat right now. Uh, so you can copy and a la paste it as well. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, use that on the raid. We will go ahead and start the raid for the evening. Stick around for it. Make sure to give lots of love if you're not following them already. Make sure to hit that follow button when you do get over there and make sure you know where they came from. But with that said, adventurers, before I leave you for the evening, I have one last thing to say. To all the adventurers out there, whether battling against a guardian of time or fighting time itself, I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. We'll see you next guy week, guys, for part one of the War of Defiance. Oh boy. Until then, we love all of you. And take care. Bye, everybody. Bye.